Good Saturday morning to everybody, and welcome to Mortgage Matters Radio Show with Rob Weinberg. I'm Gary Byron. Rob, how are you, my friend? Doing well. How about you? I'm not doing too bad. Nice to see you. You too. How's your week been? It's been a really crazy week, and I've had a lot of home buyers contacting me this week to get pre-approved, or oh. some that already had been pre-approved, and they're really frustrated right now with the market, specifically with the lack of inventory and how competitive it is. So right. I thought it'd be a great opportunity to bring on a real expert in real estate locally here in Connecticut, Mr. Josh Brown of the Iron Agent Team. Josh, welcome. A pleasure to meet you. Thank you for having me. No, it's 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 our pleasure here, Rob. Um, tell what is it like to be a home buyer in 2021? Um, <laughs> it's a great, <laughs> great, great question. Um, with a lot of emotion and a lot of things tied to it. Um, I would say being a buyer is an amazing thing, right? People are on a journey in their life, and real estate is something they do as part of their journey to, you know, real estate. You need a you need a roof over your head. You need a place to go. Sure. People have families. They're upsizing. They're downsizing. They're relocating for their jobs. They have relatives that die. Um, you know, estates to deal with all that. Um, you know, real estate's exciting. It's part of the journey. And I think being a buyer right now, um, getting back to Rob's point about the the market being challenging, um, you have to know. Uh, you, most people with a, a vision of what they want mm-hmm. um, are not having a such a hard time in the market, although they are having to compete and bid with good advice. They're getting the houses that they need and they're doing what they need to do for their families. Okay. It is, I would imagine though, the, the, the amount of homes available, real minimal is the, as far as the inventory is concerned, or is it, is it really vast and, and wide? That's such open? a great question. <sighs> so, so a hundred percent of the homes that were available before or that existed before they still exist. Oh, is that right? They're all out there. They're all out there. Um, and I know everybody's saying, oh, there's no inventory. And it's like, well, what did, what did they take the toilet paper off the shelves? Right, and it's yeah, not there. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, and maybe, maybe the paper's not on the shelves. Maybe that's part of the issue. Hmm. Um, but I think the houses are there and people are, um, there's less inventory than there was. Um, Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. I was, I didn't know if you were going to take that somewhere else, but, no, no. but inventory wise, um, people are struggling with, with limited choices. Um, there's limited choices. There's just less choices for houses. And when you show up to the party, preparedness is probably one of the biggest obstacles I think that buyers have. Um, there's a, there's a saying, good fortune is where preparedness meets opportunity. Mm. Right. So like if you show up and you haven't talked to your mortgage professional yet about what options are available to you. And when I say mortgage professional, I don't mean calling a large bank and saying, hey, what are you going to do for me? Because large banks get get kind of stuck in the game of risk aversion. They don't want to they see us as risky. They see buyers as risky. They see um, not to ding big banks, but but local professionals in the area where you're doing business and who are experts where you're doing business, um, they're the people that are going to get you through a difficult situation or help give you the edge to win the bid in the local market because Rob deals with local agents. So a guy like Rob knows who are the local agents and he knows, um, he talks to them every day. I talk to Rob frequently. Rob's like, what are you seeing for challenges out there? How do I help my clients better? How do I advise my clients as a mortgage professional? The reputation is key. 
you know, I see the same agents on a lot of transactions. It was funny. I had one client I was working with and we closed on like a Friday and a few days later, I got another contract where they were the listing agent, you know, it was like, oh. so you're dealing with the same people, especially if they're players, you know, they're all over the place. And that reputation means a lot to them because they can see, oh, I've dealt with this lender all these times and they've delivered. So it helps your offer get accepted. Josh, I would imagine what gets frustrating is that you're working with uh, a client and you're showing them homes that they may not be qualified for. In other words, they may want and they may think that they're qualified, but when you find out that, okay, they're ready to, you know, they're really interested in this house. You just showed them 15 homes over the course of uh, two months or three months, you know, and voila, they found the one. And you both have this moment of, of euphoria, like, yes. And you find out that they're not even qualified to purchase that home. I would say that's an inexperienced agent maneuver. I think, and I'll just say this, um, who you work with matters. Um, For me, I think, you know, the top question in my mind when I talk to someone is you have to be ready. You just have to be, you have to be prepared and ready. But so many people don't know that. So many people, they just think, oh, I'm looking to buy a house. Like, oh, well, Bob, you got to call a real estate agent. Oh, well, let me me do that. Uh, And the real estate agent would say, well, what are you pre-qualified for? You know, oh, pre-qualification, what is that? You know, and they're like, oh, well, let me, and most people, what I've learned is they'll go to a bank, not necessarily a mortgage broker, okay, or they'll they'll confuse the definition of qualified or and pre-qualified. Mm-hmm. Those are two separate, really two separate things that should not be, should not be used interchangeably. You're, you're spot on there. You're spot on there. So, so qualified for a loan means, you know. On my first meeting with somebody, I don't generally ask them, what are you qualified for? It's kind of a, that's sort of a very personal question. You're kind of attacking their financial space. Um, in my world, I come from a place of service. I come from a place of contribution. Okay. I want to know, Gary, tell me, are you familiar with the, t- the different types of options available to you so that you can make the best purchase and the best decision for your family and for your future? Because the decision you're making right now People don't realize this. What they do with a house also impacts their ability down the road. Like, let's say they want to buy a second home. Let's say they want to buy an investment property. Yeah. Talk um, about that. Federal right? loans, you can't have two at the same time. Mm-hmm. So if I meet somebody and they're like, oh, I want to buy two buildings, and they, and they run out and they, and they use their, their low percentage down federal loan program, um, of which most loan programs that you hear about are federal, mm-hmm. um, except the, the conventionals. Um, you know, that's a that's a short-sighted move and a short-term decision. You're talking about Fannie Mae and uh, Freddie Mac? Uh, FHA and VA, he's oh, okay. really referring okay. to. Those are the federally backed ones, okay. which we'll be talking about in next week's show oh, quite nice. a bit. So, but yeah, you can only use those. It's limited. You can't have, in most circumstances, you can't have multiple FHA loans. There are certain circumstances that allow it. Very few and far between. You have to meet a lot of very specific criteria. Almost nobody does especially in the state of Connecticut, because it's a small state. You have to be moving a certain amount of miles away from your current home. It's a lot of hoops to jump through. So I think what Josh is getting at is that once you use that up, if you have future ambitions of being a real estate or entrepreneur, being a property owner, having multiple properties, if you don't think a few steps ahead, you're going to use all your bullets up on the first transaction and not be able to do that. Going to 
a, an order taker at a, a local bank or at a credit union, with all due respect, usually they're not going to have enough experience of doing this so many times to know, again, couple steps ahead. Wait a second. Let's reevaluate doing that three and a half percent down FHA. Let's reevaluate doing the zero down VA. There might be a better option for you if you want to buy multiple homes, if your ambition is to do this, that or the other. So it really does take that professional, um, someone seasoned experience matters as oh, we always talk doubt. about. Yeah. And, you know, it's not only about interest rate as we've talked about. And it's like, the advice is way more important than the price. So if you feel comfortable and trustworthy and confident with your professional team, the agent, the mortgage lender, and everyone, then you can proceed. But you got to look at all angles. You don't want to call them on a Monday and get pre-approved on a Tuesday and not go through all the different options. Know what you're getting into. Well, of course. And Josh, that's 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 exactly it. You're, there's a lot of steps that people have to take and, prior. And, and there's steps of preparedness and there's steps of expertise. Like, so you don't wander into a hospital and say, I'm going to get a brain surgery, but I'm just going to stumble in here, register at the front desk and just ask for a doctor. Mm -hmm. Right? No, no, you need a brain specialist. You actually need somebody who specializes in that area. Or if you're going to, I don't know if you have something complicated, you need somebody, I don't know, you don't go to a podiatrist if you need a brain doctor. I don't know. Right. It's, right. it's right. kind it's of that specialty. Simple. Yeah. I don't want to call us doctors, but we're specialized in what we do. Rob is super specialized in, in multiple programs. And, and I think the the part or the the important piece here is you take somebody like Rob here who is situationally, he might, you know, we might look at two properties and Rob's going to say, Hey, right before we go to make the offer, I'll call Rob and I'll say, Rob, can you rerun the numbers for them or, or check in with them? Rob will rerun the numbers, get them their exact payment. They're going to pay on the house, tell them exactly what the closing costs are going to be. And by the way, say, um, you know, Gary, by the way, this other program is actually better for you and saves you money in this particular situation because, and people don't realize this inventory changes. So like there are federal loans and there are conventional loans. Federal loans have restrictions on the condition of the property. So sometimes oh. somebody will come to me with a property. They can't even get the loan right. program that they're qualified for. All the for. time. Wow. All the time. Wow. So then what strategies, what strategies are you using for home buyers to get their offers noticed and accepted in this crazy market we're in? That is such an awesome question. So, so strategies are so, so important right now. I would say, I would say, um, you know, number one, um, if a house is priced appropriately and it's desirable, by the way, those two things are huge priced appropriately and desirable, you know, things start at start, you know, the starting bid starts at the asking price and things are going above asking price. Yeah, they are. And, and not to confuse sellers out there. If you're listening, that doesn't mean overpricing your house gets you <laughs> above your asking price because it actually creates the opposite effect. Um, you'll actually it, go down. Yes. Under. Yes. But but that said, um, and part of the process here, right, I, I'm not I'm not selling an offer. I'm not I'm not just relaying a number. When I call you, Gary, let's say you're the listing agent. Play the listing agent for a second. All right. So, Gary, you're the listing agent, big time listing agent. You know, you're um, you're trying to do the best thing for your seller mm -hmm. and find your seller peace of mind and a safe travel to the finish line on their family journey as they move and transition to their new home. They're afraid of their second deal getting messed up. They're afraid of being homeless, <laughs> selling their home and then uh, not being able to get their next home. Delays. Yeah. Um, things that go wrong, whatever. So I'm calling you up now 
I have, and and I'll, I'll have, I don't know. I'll, I, I'm bringing a buyer, right? And let's say that buyer is working with Rob as okay. their mortgage professional. Okay. When we send the offer, we send a complete offer. Every single page is perfect. Everything's been thought out. It's not like half-baked. It's not chicken scratched on a napkin, and I took a picture of it and sent it out. Sure. It's like the buyer's review. I've reviewed everything with the buyer. They know exactly what their down payment is. They know they have the money. Um, I've talked through the loan program for the specific house. Rob's given me a letter specific for that property so that you as the listing agent know that we actually talked to Rob about that property, um, that we know the debt to income. And these are fancy words, but debt to income ratios work. Everything works. Oh, yeah. we know you're you don't want to be strapped financially. No, this this mm-hmm. this guy's or this this couple can only pay their mortgage and they can't. They don't have any other discretionary money for for groceries for utilities mm-hmm. for life you know right yeah you can't be financially strapped to your to your home gary you have a big job right now you've got to get this seller safely to their destination maybe it's maybe they're moving out of state for a job whatever they're doing you've got to get them there you're looking at me and you're looking at rob and saying josh tell me like why your offer right and i've got to call you and i've got to say hey number one i'm a professional facilitator um I'll always treat you with respect. You know, what you see from me right now is what you're going to get from me. I'm a straight shooter. You'll like, you'll always know where you stand with me. Um, I'm direct and, um, you know, I will, I vetted out, I vetted out the buyer. Um, I've talked to the lender at length about, you know, does the buyer have extra money if something goes wrong right now? Houses are, we're having trouble with appraisals occasionally, um, if you come off of fourth quarter and you go into first quarter, what happens in those two quarters is there are way less closings in the fourth and the first quarter. What happens is you come into, to, you know, April, May, June, July, there aren't a lot of comparable homes that an appraiser can go out and look at that sold okay. in the winter. Sure. Um, sometimes, and houses are, they're just not appraising occasionally. We have to know, you know, does the buyer, is the buyer willing to bring extra money if it doesn't appraise? Mm. Um, and not that I want to, not that I want my buyer to pay extra money, but if my buyer's like, I have to be there, I have to get my kid into the school system, my job starting, whatever it is, I have to know, I, I have to consult. Become the desperate. Take somebody out of their house and, and stick them in a predicament like that where Oof. they're not getting their kids into school. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, it's, and all this stuff could be planned out in advance, right? So if I call you and I say, here's where the family's position is on this. And, and my client's given me permission to say, if it doesn't appraise, we'll allow you, we, you know, we have the extra money to make up the difference. And we're proposing that to you in writing with the offer. That right? gives a lot of extra certainty. Sure. I know a lot of, uh, a lot of offers are getting an emotional bond as part of them. Now, you know, you'll submit a photo of your family with a cover letter. Aren't you seeing that? Oh, uh, letters are out there. Letters are kind of a topic of debate these days. Um, Some people say they don't matter, but I believe humans are emotional beings. They are. And if you have a family of five people and you're selling this family home and there's multiple offers and you see a photo it's gonna of stand a young out from family all the other applications. and there's all these multiple offers that are similar, you got to take to people and have that emotional connection. So it's my personal opinion that that can mean a lot. Um, again, some agents don't care about it and they say that it's not worth the time. The other thing that I'm doing with a lot right now of, of my top agents is when they're putting in an offer on a multiple bid situation, it's super competitive. I, as the lender will take the time to reach out to that listing agent and let them know, 
as we've talked about, and you know my approach is very methodical and not just taking people on their word, but really vetting them. So if I can contact that listing agent and say, I vetted Mr. and Mrs. Smith for your property. I've been working with them for six months, three months, a year, whatever it is, because a lot of my buyers, you know, I have a long-term relationship with getting their credit up, getting their down payment right. Sure. This isn't just a one-off, call me on a Monday, pre-approve you on a Tuesday. There's a real a relationship that's gone on here where I vetted them. I've reviewed their documents. I can say, look, they're putting 20% down and they've got a lot of money in the bank for the future. They're not just, you know, on a whim, like uh, not dotting the I's or anything like this is a really solid deal, a really solid buyer. And that, like you were talking about with the certainty and with, you know, dealing with the listing agent, getting it to the finish line, I'll tell you right now, that that extra phone call from the lender, and most aren't willing to do that. This is what is helping me get my buyer's offers accepted. This is what Josh is using to help his buyers get their offer accepted. And as a listing agent, Josh does a lot of listings. He's looking at these offers, and I'm sure you'd agree, when the lender's contacting, vetting that buyer, when there is the cover letter, you start adding these different layers onto the cake, and all of a sudden you get an offer accepted. Sometimes it may not even be the highest offer, but it's the most certain offer. It's yeah. the emotional offer because I, I'll look at this family. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna no, no, that. go ahead. Go Folks, go you ahead. are listening to Mortgage Matters Radio Show uh, with uh, Rob Weinberg. I'm Gary Byron. Our guest uh, with us uh, this morning is uh, Josh Brown, Iron Agent Team with Keller Williams Realty. What is the what is an Iron Agent Team? Um, we are so. Uh, <laughs> I'll dial this back. So I'm super passionate about helping people, right? Sure. Um, and just to give you some background on that, what I recognized was that people wanted more. People were asking me for more, 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 right? They want more marketing. They want more service. They want, they want a higher price. They want more offers to choose from. They want all these things. What I recognized as an individual agent was as I grew my business as an individual, what I learned was... I couldn't be everywhere at once and I couldn't do everything as well as I wanted to. And it was bothering me. Like it was just in the back of my mind. I was like, I could be doing better and I could be doing more for these people, mm. um, which was me expanding into hiring professional marketing people, hiring an operations manager, um, hiring a transaction coordinator to monitor, monitor the transaction, hiring um, a professional listing coordinator to handle. This all, all costs money, though. It does. Yeah. It does. And it's like to to get your business to the point where you can cover those expenses. Um, you know, that you're going out on a limb when you go and you hire people. Absolutely. Right. And you don't hire all of them at once. You you I slowly, sure. methodically integrated these things. You don't do it overnight. <laughs> um, but but that said, we are able to we are able to like when I walk in and I sit down with a seller, I'm able to tell them, Gary, look, when your house goes on the market. Like we, I have one job. My job is, my job is to drag as many fishing nets behind the boat as I can and find as many buyers as possible for you mm -hmm. and get you the most money possible and the most options like safety, security, whatever's important to you in your sale. Cause it's not always money. Sometimes it's safety for the family, security, where you're going to land. My job is to get you the most possible offers. And then as a listing agent, vet out those offers. I'm calling the loan officer. If I get a guy like Rob on the phone, I'm like, nice like he's got it down he knows what he's doing he's vetted them out rob's telling me i like right in his head he's got a checklist right like just he does this all day long right he's like i've collected documents from them i've reviewed their bank statements i've reviewed a tri-merge credit report 
Um, I've run all their ratios. Mm -hmm. I've actually run your property and I have a pre-qualification letter for you. That's the offer. That offer goes right to the top of the pile in that situation. And you say, all right, you know, I go to the owners and I'm like, this is one we should really look at regardless of where the number came in. Even if the number is low, we need to talk to these people more. Maybe we need to negotiate the offer more. It's a good match. Yeah. 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 And your website is ironagentteam.com. Phone number for Josh Brown with Keller Williams Realty is 860-328-0166. Let me repeat that for you. Uh, You can contact Josh Brown himself, part of the Iron Agent team at uh, Keller Williams Realty at 860-328-0166. Are there advantages, Josh, uh, or advantages or disadvantages? To certain mortgages, when it comes to getting officer uh, offers uh, accepted for the buyer, so the answer is yes, and that circles back to type of property you're bidding on, type of situation. So, so kind of cash is king in the world of buying houses. Sure, um, cash doesn't always come with the highest price. Cash buyers sometimes think cash is everything. Um, it depends on what's important to a seller. Cash is king. Um, obviously, you know, if you come with a different with a loan, but you're willing to pay more for their house, a loan is cash at closing. You're receiving cash when you when a buyer takes a loan at, at closing. Cash comes with less risks, right? You have to pull title, mm-hmm. get insurance, and close. That's it. Uh, when you're getting a mortgage, um, yeah. which most people buy houses with mortgage, and in fact, interest rates are so low right mm-hmm. now, Rob will tell you, leverage the money, you're right? better off using their money than yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if use... you can qualify. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And 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 just to just to. I just want to say what, what Rob just said, but Rob's job a lot of times is to help people prepare themselves to get ready to buy a home. So qualification has a lot to do with planning like it's a GPS, right? So you when someone pulls your credit, it's a really good thing. So if Rob talks to you and he pulls your credit, he, now he has a GPS location on where you are. And now he can take you to where you said you wanted to be. You wanted to be here. You wanted to buy this kind of house by this date. And Rob will say, okay, here's a plan. Do this. Don't do that. And, and Rob will tell you all the things that we think we're yeah, supposed don't to Don't buy a car and, of and course. pay your credit. I'll tell you that yeah. most people, they come and I ask them, oh, what, you know, what price range are you looking at? And they'll come up with a number and I'll write that down. And some people, I would say 25, 30%, give me a number and they could get a lot more than that. Maybe they say, I want a $400,000 house. They have good income. They have good assets. They're in a position they could buy a much higher priced house. But that's the minority. That's only 25 or 30%. The rest of the people have a distorted idea of what they can afford. Uh, they're looking at a calculator on Zillow or Realtor.com saying, oh, the mortgage says it's that much. They don't look at the specifics. That's what the mortgage is if you put 30% down and have this really great credit and this and that. So I end up having to be the bearer of bad news sometimes. Say, yeah, I know you wanted that house for 400. I've run your credit. I've reviewed your income documents and assets. You can only afford 350. You know, and I have these conversations every week, but it's so much easier, so much less stressful to know and for their agent to say, don't waste your time showing them Four hundred thousand. They're only approved for max three fifty. It's just it's a lot easier. Well, for that's everyone. one of the things I was saying in the beginning of our time uh, this morning, in the beginning of the interview, is, is finding out that uh, you're showing them homes that they're not even uh, qualified for. I'm running out of time, Josh. If I can just ask you if you can talk about what makes you and your team different from all the other realtors that are out in the market right now. That's a great question. So, 
you know, in our world, the consumer experience is super important. And the biggest thing for us um, is differentiation um, in terms of how we run our business and how we do our business. So, you know, the traditional real estate model is kind of like stick a sign in the ground and pray it sells, right? <laughs> and and that's just suboptimal, right? If if I hired somebody it's and the they, 80s. Jam- <laughs> they yeah they yeah. jammed a sign it they jammed a sign in the ground and like and then they're done with me, right? They're just waiting for a buyer. Um, that doesn't work. So it, so so and on the buy side, um, you know, we're helping people. You know, people have to have a motivation or a place to go, and they need to know what they're doing. Our job is to is is as a professional consultant is to really guide them. Um, I think what differentiates us is on the buy side. So let's say we list your house for sale and people are saying, well, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? There's no inventory. If a client knows, if I can help them whittle it down to what's important to you in your next purchase, I can now guerrilla market, target those homes, mail those homes, call those homes and find them a home which frees up their house for the other buyer who can't find a home. It's kind of a catch 22 when no one's willing to move. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, how do you move if, if everybody's afraid to move? It's a much more comprehensive experience dealing with an expert agent and a team like Josh versus just a one-off person. And there are good agents that are just a single person, but sure. you're not going to get that marketing department, you know, sales. You're not going to have all these things, the social media, all these other pieces of the puzzle. That's what you get with an expert real estate team versus just a good broker. Correct. Yeah, it's 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 I mean, we have specialization in roles and that's when you get into specialization, things are amazing. Right. So things. Well, and this is these are key. These are key components to making a a successful transaction. I learned even hosting this show, I learned more and more about things. And you put it in such layman's terms of of pre qualifications and then qualifications, and and not overextending what you think you can afford and what you truly can't afford. And and it's also about building that relationship because most people don't just buy a house once or sell a house once. You want to have that expert relationship to continue on over your journey in real estate. It's all about relationships. And if you'd like to get in contact with Josh Brown, please do so here at 860-328-0166. He's with Keller Williams Realty. You can find him online at ironagentteam.com. Once again, ironagentteam.com with Keller Williams Realty. Josh Brown, you can reach him at 860-328-0166. Rob! I can understand why you associate yourself with uh, with Josh. I've only got about 30 seconds uh, if you want to just put the bow on this. Absolutely. You know, I work with agents all over Connecticut, and to be blunt, they're a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. And uh, you really need that expert to help you, to guide you. Josh has the experience. That's why we work well together. And whether it's Josh or any other agent, just find someone that you resonate with, that you connect with. Find somebody that you can communicate with because that's really what this is all about. And not only buying or selling once, like we said, but you're going to find someone long-term to help you on multiple houses. We said it before. It's about relationship in order to have that trust. Uh, I want to thank our our guest uh, this morning, Josh Brown with uh, Keller Williams Realty for Rob Weinberg. Thank you so much for, uh, let me give you your phone number as well, 860-413-3938. That's Rob Weinberg, 860-413-3938 with www.robgw.com. For Rob Weinberg, thank you so much for listening to Mortgage Matters Radio Show. I'm Gary Byron. Until next time, have a good one, everybody. So long.